Hey everybody, what's going on? I am back. It's episode 5 of Double Take Radio. My name is Nick, and you're listening to Double Take Radio once again. Sorry, I apologize for the wait. I had school. School started up. I was trying to get that out of the way. Um, just a bunch of stuff was going on. I was working a lot. Um, basically, just life was just getting in the way, but... I do apologize about that, and I do promise you guys that I'm not going anywhere for a while. Um, But on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the MLB season that's coming up uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday, um, April 1st. The MLB season is back after a long wait and us waiting desperately for baseball to come back. It is finally back, and... We are all excited. I know I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm stoked for this season. Um, but today we're going to be talking about the opening day schedule. Um, there's going to be 15 games. Majority of them are in the afternoon. Um, I think there's like maybe six games, seven games that from are one are from one to four or one to three, and then the rest of them are from four three fifteen ish to. Uh, nighttime. But the first game that's going to be played is the New York Yankees versus the Toronto Blue Jays. And that game starts at 105. It's going to be a good game. Definitely for sure. They got George Springer in a uh, Blue Jays uniform. It's kind of weird to see, but it happened. I got his rookie card right here sitting right, right in front of me, literally looking right at me. It looks nice. PSA 10. Very nice card. But anyways, <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about the opening day schedule, whatever you said. Um, I'm going to bring up my predictions on to what I think is going to be the award winners for the MLB seasons, so like AL MVP, NL MVP, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, Cy Young, the just everything on that. And then after that, I'm going to bring up the race predictions. Um, I'm going to be talking about a record MVP, um, Cy Young Award winner for their team, rookie of the year, sleeper players, uh, like players who to watch. And then after that, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the spring training and my thoughts on that and how I thought it went. Um, So without further ado, it's been a long wait. It's been, I think, maybe a three-month wait, maybe. No, two-month wait. Or something like that. I think it's been a two-month wait, but we are back and better than ever. Let's get into this. So, opening day schedule, 15 games. Um, yeah, like how I said, majority of them are at around four-ish. Um, I'm going to read it off to you guys real quick. We got the Blue Jays at Yankees at 105. We got the Indians at Tigers at 110, Orioles at Red Sox at 210, Twins at Brewers at 210, Pirates at Cubs at 220, Braves at Phillies at 305, Diamondbacks at Padres at 410, Dodgers at Rockies at 410, Cardinals at Reds at 410, Rays at Marlins. I'm so excited for that game at 410. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The Rangers at the Royals. At 410, <laughs> the Mets at Nationals at 709, White Sox at Angels at 1005, Astros at Athletics at 1007, 
and then Giants at Mariners at 10-10. Super excited. I have been waiting for months for this to come up since October, and I'm so excited it's finally coming up, and we're playing a full 162, which I'm very happy about. They're allowing fans. Hopefully, I can make it into a game. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'd love to go to a game, probably for my birthday or something like that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead. And now that you guys know the games coming up today, um, hopefully you guys can make it a point to go ahead and watch your favorite team. I'll be watching the Rays at 410. That's at, uh, that's on Thursday. That is, I'll be watching the Rays play the Marlins. You got Mr. Tyler Glasnow against Sandy Alicantra. Um, I think I said his name right. (laughs) I believe I did. Let me try and pronounce it real quick. Alcantara. Alcantara. My fault. Alcantara. I apologize. Sandy Alcantara against Tyler Glasnow in the opening day matchup in Miami Marlins Park. All right. So let's get that out of the way. Let's go ahead and talk about my predictions. Um, I know I do this a lot, predictions, um, but I promise you guys that I'm going to get people onto the podcast so that way I can speak to them instead of just doing predictions and stuff like that because I've, I've been doing that too much. So I'm going to get, hopefully, a person on the podcast, and we're going to have a little discussion about whatever you guys want us to talk about. So it can be about baseball, football, basketball. It could be about whatever. Um, it could be about sports cards too. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and let's get into this predictions. So for the AL MVP, um, it wasn't really a hard decision for me. I mean, I wish I could be biased and say Brandon Lau, but it's just not realistic to be honest with you. And I love Brandon Lau, hundred percent. Love him. He's my favorite player. But for the AL MVP, I got Mike Trout. Um, in twenty twenty, he had a decent year. It was a sixty game series or season, I should say. So it was kind of obviously not 162. But in 160 games, Mike Trout had 199 at-bats, 56 hits, 46 RBIs, 17 home runs, and he batted a 281 average, which is decent. Not decent. It's actually very good. Um, I kind of expected more on the hits part from him and uh, a little bit more of a batting average. Um I'm not exactly sure. I I'm I'm not even exactly sure. I I wish he had more hits and more and more RBIs and whatever, but it is what it is. And just let you guys know, I'm doing basics. That's I'm not doing no um no nerd stats because the majority of the people on here don't even care about nerd stats. They only care about basic stats, which I don't blame them for because it's kind of Weird to go by nerd stats instead of going by basic stats. I mean, they're basic for a reason. They're there. You can't look back and if you're looking for a pitcher, you can't be like, oh, his ERA plus is this and this. He's a bad pitcher, but in reality, he's not because it's just too much. Same with Sierra. Oh, his Sierra is super low or super high. Uh, He's not a good pitcher. It doesn't matter. Go by the basics, okay? If you want to be with the nerd stats, go ahead with the nerd stats. I'm kind of a nerd freak, but not too much. Like, I like it, but it kind of gets a little bit annoying at some points. But anyways, let's get off that topic. So the AL MVP, I got Trout. I already brought up his stats. Um, Up next, NL MVP, I got my man, the 21-year-old Juan Soto. He had an 
insanely good season last season in the 60-game season. Uh, Juan Soto, he's 21 years old, got a lot of potential. He, I think he's going to bring in his first MVP. He's a World Series champ already. He's 21 years old. I said that three times, but he's, that's just insane. So Juan Soto in 2020 had 154 at-bats, 54 hits, 37 RBIs, 13 home runs, and a 351 batting average. That's insanely good. I know he missed a couple of couple of games, um, but 154 at bats, 54 hits. That's just my main thing right there. And his batting average was 351. That's insanely good. You don't see 351 much, especially in 60 game season, short time batting 351. I understand, but 162 game pace. He's breaking records right there. Um. But the next, I got the AL Rookie Year. This should be not even a question. I don't even know who you guys have for this. But I got my man right here, Randy Arozarena, with an AL Rookie Year. A-Roz. An A-bomb for A-Roz. I got all those Yankees fans mad off of that. An A-bomb for A-Roz. Not A-Rod. A-Roz. I got his rookie card sitting right in front of me right now with a nice little autograph. Randy or Rosarena, the Cuban Missile. A-Roz. doesn't even matter what you call him. He's going to make a name for himself. Randy. I love him. But <laughs> 2020 season, I'm not going to really count. He was out majority of the year because of COVID. Uh, injuries, I believe as well. So he was out majority of the year. So I really don't want to count his stats. He didn't have many at-bats or hits or home runs or anything but you guys know that he's a real player from his postseason stats insanely good player he's already alcs mvp he's already he's already made a world series once in his in his career and he's competing for the rookie of the year that's insane to think of that's insane he has he holds records for most hits most home runs in the postseason and he's now competing for his rookie of the year so much potential behind this guy. I really hope we keep him. Lifelong Ray or Randy or Rosarena. But anyways, NL Rookie of the Year. I got Alec Baum. Um, he didn't have any stats from last year. I looked all over the place. Not find any stats. He is a rookie as well. So obviously that. Um, but I got Alec Baum. I don't know how you guys pronounce his last name. If it's Baum or Baum, I say Baum because it sounds cooler. Baum. Alec Baum. So I can actually say A-bomb. Get it? A-bomb for A-bomb. <laughs> but <laughs> but I got I got Alec Baum winning the NL Rookie of the Year. He's got a lot of potential as well. Number two for me is probably Christian Pache. He's freaking insanely good. He's a great fielder, great hitter. He's got a lot of speed on him. So he's got a lot of potential. But Alec Baum, I think, just, just has that spark that he's going to light it off one time and He's going to make a name for himself very early in the year. Um, but next up, I got the AL Cy Young and the NL Cy Young. For the AL Cy Young, I got my boy, the Ray, Tyler Glasnow. Glasnasty. His hair is amazing. You can't ever not look at his hair whenever you look at him. First thing, the first thing you think of when you think of Tyler Glasnow is hair. I know I do. It's either hair or height, and hair is number one. But in 2020, 
Tyler Glasnow, he pitched in 11 games. He had a 5-1 record, 57.1 innings pitched, 4.08 ERA with 91 Ks and a 14K uh, K to nine ratio. So he had a 14 K to nine ratio, which is very good. Um, five to one, five and one record. Very good. 57 inning pitched. Obviously there was, it was a 60 game, 60 game season. So what do you expect? Um, and, but the ERA is kind of a little bit iffy on that. I mean, I understand four is in a bad ERA. They're saying he lets go four runs a game, but I mean, if he's letting go four runs a game and he has five wins and one losses, what does that say? He's not losing games. He's winning games. He's lost one game, and he's still letting go four runs a game. So says a lot to me. I don't know about you guys. But I got Glass now winning the Cy Young. He's a dark horse. Majority of the people say either Garrett Cole or Giolito or trying to think of some AL pitchers, uh, Shane Bieber, Chris Sale, um, just the favorites that are out over there. But the dark horse. Tyler Glass now is going to be my choice for the 2021 AL Cy Young. Now for the NL Cy Young, I got this. Is, this is everybody's answer, and I don't think anybody can say anything different. Jacob Degrom is my pick for the 2021 Cy Young for the NL. I mean, Aaron Nola is a decent pitcher, but I just don't think that he's on the same level as Degrom. And same with Bauer and. Uh, you got Bauer, Kershaw, Bueller. I mean, they're all great pitchers, but none of them are on the same level as as DeGrom. Last year, DeGrom should have won that Cy Young, but probably because Bauer had a, uh, a one-point-something ERA. I mean, obviously, they're going to look at that and disregard what DeGrom's uh, stats were, which DeGrom's stats in 2020, de- very decent stats, very good stats in my opinion, actually. 12 games started. So we started in 12 games, played 12 game, 12 games. Four and two record. Okay, it's a decent record. 68 innings pitched. Okay. 2.38 ERA. Very good. And 104 Ks, which was Lee leading. So I don't know what the MLB saw in Bauer that they had to like give him the Cy Young. He had a 1.73 ERA, but his record was five and four. So I understand he had a 1.73 ERA, but the year before that, he had a 6.39. The year before that, he had a 3.79. Two years before that, he had a 4.19. He was averaging fours and fives. 2018, he had a 2.21. He's not a good pitcher. He's not consistent. He's had two good years in his eight-year career, whereas for Jacob deGrom, he's been killing it every single year. The guy averages a 2.61 ERA. 2018 had a 1.70 ERA. 2020, 2.38. He averaged, he, he's consistent. He doesn't have anything more than the 3.5. He's a consistent pitcher, and he deserved that Cy Young Award. But, you know, I guess that the MLB saw something different. It got a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Should be three. He had a 2.7 war. He... He killed it. So I just don't get what the MLB saw in Bauer that they didn't see in DeGraw. Uh, but anyways, let's get off of that. Now we're going to move on to the manager of the year. So um, as everybody knows, or as everybody should know, um, manager of the year goes out to the best manager, obviously. Um, how well they 
overcame adversity or whatever it was that they had to overcome. Um, so like the Rays last year, they were just getting downed on every single time. Um, players were, or not players, fans were saying the Rays were a poverty team. They're not going to make it anywhere. Um, but guess what we did last year? Kevin Cash led the Tampa Bay Rays to a 40 and 20 record in 2020, won the AL East, won the AL pennant, made it to the world series, lost four to two Four, yeah, four to two. We lost in series, um, probably had one of the craziest endings in world series history, probably even MLB history. Um, but it was, it was a very good season for the Rays last year. But anyways, let's get off of that right there. So my predictions for the manager of the year, um, I got Charlie Montoya winning the AL. He's a very good coach. They just got George Springer. So with George Springer being added into that lineup, I think it gives him a little bit of a spark and it gives him a little bit more of an advantage to win manager of the year and have the Blue Jays possibly do much better than what they did years before and stuff like that. Um, but I got Charlie Montoya last year, uh, Montoya and the Blue Jays, what, 32 and 28. Um, they lost in the first round against the Rays in the wild card in, in the, uh, the stupid, <laughs> the stupid, um, what is it called? Wow. Can't wait to think what it was called. Expanded playoffs. <laughs> but, um, I don't, I don't think that there's a need for an expanded playoffs. So, that's one thing also. No expanded playoffs, they don't make the playoffs. So, same with the Yankees. <laughs> I love saying that. I love it. I love saying that. Oh, wait, no, the Yankees would have made it regardless, I think. I think they were a four seed or a five seed. I forget what it was. But, um, but yeah, I got Charlie Montoya winning the 2021 AL Manager of the Year. Um, and then for the NL, I got Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, he just has a whole army behind him. He's got the entire Dodgers team. He's got uh, Kershaw, Bueller, Bauer, Betts, Bellinger. He's got no more Peterson. He's got uh, Turner, Seeger. He's got Will Smith. Um, he's got David Price now. He's got the people behind him. So last year they went 43 and 17. Um, they just added Bauer this year, which was a big acquisition for them. I don't believe it was worth the money he got, but I do believe that he is going to add a little bit of spark to the Dodgers' uh, starting rotation. But I understand that a manager of the year is usually the one that goes to the one. It usually goes to the team that or the manager that has overcame the most adversity. And right here, from what I'm just talking about, it doesn't seem like the Dodgers are going to be facing much adversity. I mean, other than having to deal with Trevor Bauer on their team and his acts, that's just about it. But I don't think that they really have to worry about anything. So I might change my mind on that. Um, but right now I'm sticking for Dave Roberts to win the NL Manager of the Year. So that's it for the predictions on the MLB. Um, I'm going to go through it one more time in case you guys didn't really listen. I'll just go ahead and just say who I have winning. Um, AL MVP and AL MVP Trout, NL MVP Soto, AL Rickettier Rosarena, NL Rickettier Baum, AL Cy Young Glasnow, NL Cy Young DeGrom, AL Manager of the Year Montoya, 
and NL Manager of the Year, Roberts. So that's going to be it for the predictions for the MLB. Um, Next up, I'm going to be talking about the Rays predictions. So the Rays coming off of a 40-20 and season and a 60-game season, um, making the World Series win AL pennant, whatever there was, AL East, uh, having crazy comebacks, crazy game winners. Just one of the best seasons I've seen from the Rays. Um, There's a lot to be excited about. But we did lose the two of the best pitchers on the team, which was Charlie Morton and Blake Snell. Um, because Mr. Um, I don't even want to call him Mr. Because Cheap Stew doesn't want to give any money to anybody. So kind of sucks. But it is what it is. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about the record first. <clears throat> I got the race finishing. Wow. Wait a second. I'm sorry. <clears throat> there we go. I got the Rays finishing 102 and 60. Kind of seems unrealistic to y'all, but to me, it's very realistic. 102 and 60, I think we're going to have a second half streak. Um, our pitching rotation is obviously going to be different. Our bullpen is kind of the same. We lost Nick Anderson to an injury. He's going to be gone for 60 days, uh, possibly even more, depending on how severe the injury is later on. Um, but I got the Rays finishing 102 and 60. Um, next up, I got the team MVP, which is going to be Mr. Willie Adamas. He's going to have a very, very good season this year. His spring training stats were insanely good. Um, I hope that he brings that fire they had in spring training to the regular season. And he continues to, f- to fire up and hit balls like how he did in the spring training and kill it. Um, team Cy Young, I got Tyler Glasnow. I got him winning the AL Cy Young, so Team Cy Young, why not? And then uh, Team Rookie of the Year, I got a Rosarena. Again, I got him winning the Rookie of the Year of the MLB when I have him winning Rookie of the Year in the, uh, on the team. Um, players that you guys need to watch for sure if you are a Rays fan. Um, if you're not a Rays fan, anything in general, you need to watch out for these players right here. I got Willie Adamas, sleeper player. Yandy Diaz, sleeper player. And Manny Margot, a sleeper player. Um, his, all three of these spring training stats have been outstanding. So our first player is going to be Yandy Diaz. I'm going to go ahead and bring up his stats. Yandy had a 324 average, 37 at-bats, 12 hits, 12 RBIs, and two home runs. So it's decent stats. I mean, didn't play, didn't play much games, obviously, because it's spring training, but they're good stats. Um, next up, it's going to be Manny Margot, which is 370 average, 37 at-bats, 14 hits, 5 RBIs, but no home runs, which is okay. Home runs aren't everything. I mean, it's obviously nice to hit home runs, but home runs aren't everything, so no worries on that. And then next is Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas had an insane, insane spring training. One of the best I've seen in a while. Willie Adamas... Had a 390 average, 41 at bats, 16 hits, seven home, seven hits, and four home runs, which is very good for Willie, especially. Willie last year was the last out of the of the uh, World Series, sadly, struck out looking. But there's nothing you can do about it. Um, he's gonna come back for revenge, and he's gonna kill it. Um, next up, 
uh, that's that's it for the predictions. I apologize. That's it for the predictions. Now we're going to be talking about the Rays spring training, and we're going to talk about the league leaders, or not the league leaders, the team leaders on the spring training. Um, but if you do look up these stats, Kevin Smith leads in majority of them, but he only had eight at bats, so it's kind of unfair to put him in there when you got Willie Thomas who had forty-one at bats, and as well as Kiermaier leads in some of them, but he had twenty-three at bats and G-Man as well. He had eleven at bats. So it's kind of hard to put them above Willie Adams or Yadi or whoever won, or whoever led in that, um, in that category. So let's get into this. Um, at bats was Willie Adams with forty one, batting average was Willie Adams with three ninety, hits was Willie Adams with sixteen, RBIs was Yandi with twelve, um, OPS was Willie with a one point two six one. Uh, OBP on base percentage was Margot with a 467. Slugging was Willie with an 805. Home run was Willie with a 4. So, as you could tell right here, Willie Adamas killed it. He had an amazing spring training, and that's why I think that he was a spring training MVP. I mean, he had batted 390, 41 at bats, 16 hits, 7 RBIs, 4 home runs. He killed it. Had an outstanding year, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited that he's. Hopefully, going to bring it into the um, into the regular season. Um, but next up for pitching, um, we got a record which was Tyler Glasnow. He was two and zero. There was a bunch of players that were two and zero, but Tyler Glasnow pitched the most out of the starting pitchers. Most innings pitched. Um, that's just about it. Just innings pitched, maybe for the starters. Um, he had twenty seven Ks. That was a team leading as well. Um, and then ERA was 0.00, which was Fleming. And I'm doing these stats by how 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 much they played. So, like, there's some players that have a 0.00 ERA, but they only pitched, like, two innings or three innings or something like that. Or one inning, not even an inning. So, that's why I chose Fleming for this one. Hits allowed, Fleming as well. He only allowed three hits. And, again, these stats are going by how they played or how long they played in the spring training. So for that, um, Fleming had three hits allowed. Um, but my Cy Young Award winner for the team for spring training, I'd probably say was was Josh Fleming. I mean, he had a 2-0 record, 0.00 ERA. 8Ks, 3 hits, and 8.2 innings pitched. So, it's good. But Glasnow, he had 27Ks, obviously. Um, 6 more innings pitched than um, Fleming. And but the thing is, is that Glasnow had a 3.68 ERA. So, the ERA was pretty high for a spring training. He had 27Ks. He played the same amount of games as uh, Fleming. He played 4 games. Fleming played 4 games. So... That's why it's, it was kind of hard for me to choose on that. But I got I got Josh Fleming as the team Cy Young. Um, hopefully, he, he gets moved up. He got option at AAA. Hopefully, he gets moved up soon. And uh, he starts dealing uh, starts dealing these, uh, these Ks and starts pitching for the Rays in the uh, regular season. Um, for those that have not, and that's, that's going to be it. I apologize. That's going to be it. Um, for today, 
I'm going to go ahead and speak more um, for an outro. Um, For those that have not yet voted, um, please go to Twitter and search up MLB on Fox. Go to the fan base um, poll and vote Rays because the winner between the Rays and the Brewers gets a billboard right in front of the rivals. So if the Rays win, we get a nice billboard right in front of Yankee Stadium. And who who doesn't want that? I do. I for sure want that. So please go, go and vote. Vote. You can go on my Twitter too if you don't if you don't want to look up MLB. Go on my Twitter at Sweet and Loud Season. Go ahead and give me a follow as well if you'd like to. Um and go ahead and vote raise because I want a billboard sitting right in front of the Yankee Stadium. But yeah, um, we're gonna do a quick poll. I want you guys to go ahead on Twitter at Radio Double Take and answer this poll for me. Who will win most improved player for the race? Will it be Willie Adamas, Chris Archer, Mike Zunino, or Yandy Diaz? If you want to go ahead and give that a vote as well, give me a follow on Twitter at Radio Double Take. You can give me a follow on my personal as well at Sweet and Loud Season for some more Rays content. Uh, this is Nick, and with Radio Double Take, we are out. Sorry again for the um, for the wait. We're back. Not going any for a while. That is going to be it. I will see you guys later.